to the Paranormal Minds of JST. I'm here today with my two co-hosts, Josh. Hello. Shane. Howdy, howdy. And I am the host for today. My name is Tommy. And today we will be talking about the Fae or fairies. So, uh, do, y- do y'all believe in fairies? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. And, and when I say fairies, I know a lot of people like, where does your mind first go? Like, if you're not us, where do you think your mind would go? Tinkerbell. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, like like Tinkerbell. When we, when we think of fairies, we think of these like little, like tiny winged uh, ladies that apparently you can bring to life by clapping. So <laughs> uh, for all the younger generation, that's a reference to Peter Pan. But when when, we, when I say um, Faye, I'm talking about a huge group of mystical beings, uh, supernatural beings, somewhat cryptids, if you will. Faye is all over the world. You have them. Uh, it's most pronounced uh, prominent in the Gaelic language is where you would actually see she, which is a form of like fairy or supernatural being Ashi. That's the one we're going to cover today because that's a lot of digging and we're going to cover some more of the other ones from Scandinavia, Romania, you have Norwegian, you have German, you have Slovakian, you have so many, so, so many, but it's a pretty much like a catch all phrase, you know, like we say ghost and that catches all for poltergeist, demons, spirits, wraiths, all different types, right? But the funny thing is, some of these actually meld together with other regions that at the time that the stories were told or haven't really contacted each other. We can break down the basic of the Irish or Gaelic uh, she. You have banshees. You know, the lady that just sits there and screams for a pending doom. If you hear her screams, then either you or someone in your family is next to die. You have leprechauns, supposedly are great cobblers. And I'm not talking about blueberry cobbler either. <laughs> Must be peach. <laughs> <laughs> or apple, it's whatever you like, you know. I actually prefer blueberry, but you know. Uh <laughs> Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, you have uh, different types. Uh, some bring fortune, some are mischievous, and some are just downright devious. They're my favorite. Oh, yeah. But there's so many to cover. Even in just the Irish or Gaelic, you got at least 28 different types. Okay. Banshee is, which means a uh, woman of the sea. Right, it's supposed to be a woman who comes and announces um, an impending death by wailing. Then you have Catseeth, which everybody should know if they play Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it's a witch that can turn into a cat. Kutschis, uh, totally butchering this, is a fairy dog, which we have talks about that even here in America. I don't know if you've heard the story of the black dog. It deals with truckers when they are on a long ride. They haven't slept in, you know, they're they're on the brink of just 
passing out in the driver's seat pretty much. It's believed that the black dog will come and it will cause you to crash. If you see it once, it's a warning. If you see it again, you're going to die, essentially, or crash at least. But I'm not going to cover all this. There's so many and so many names I'm going to mispronounce. But what do you think about, like, what if, like, there are stories of people that go missing in the woods? Do you think it could be contributed to uh, Faye? I would say they're attracted to humans in some kind of way. Like, oh, aren't you fancy? I'm going to take you with me. You know, like in the episode of the ghost lights that we did in Marfa, Texas, you know, we were talking about uh, Will-O-The-Wisp. I know they're considered uh, a fae. What if some of these fae were actually human and either they made a bad deal with the devil or they did something either horrible or something of that nature that just trapped them? and made them be like either helpful, maybe they were real kind, saint-like people. Um, Mischievous would be children, and evil were just like psycho killers. It's not above the realm of possibilities, I suppose. I think, too, you could also uh, think about it as they're just actual people raised by fairies. Um, I don't know all the specific names, but I know there is a certain type of fairy that steals babies. Yeah, and that's... Nothing even bad. It's just so they can raise the baby and have somebody to play with. Because, uh, like you said earlier, you know, fairies are attracted to people in one form or another, be it good or bad. Uh, this one, eh, it's bad for the parents, but it's good for the fairy. And maybe these these babies grow up and are able to do something in that realm as well. I just find it like interesting. Just like so many cultures have these same type of fae right or fairies or entities that pretty much do the same thing right so i think what you're talking about shane is the uh, far drug the far drug is particular in described as one who bruises himself or busies himself with practical joke especially with gruesome joking one example of this is replacing babies with changelings oh yeah because i know changelings that's that's another one that's Pretty much worldwide, everybody has changeling fairies. But yeah, the changelings are the ones that just like, hee hee, this person's gone and I'm going to pretend to be them and have a merry old time. Yeah, the the baby stealing ones, like, they just straight up take them. They're like, okay, I want I want a buddy. Yeah. And that's crazy too because people notice the changeling thing, you know. They're like, ah, oh, my kid's not acting the same. But you can't prove it, you know. Until they're taking your soul or whatever it is they do. Like, I think they just take all your energy until you're dead. And then, like, what do they do, like, afterwards? Like, is it just, like, 20 years of just taking all your energy? And then you die, and then they just go make other changeling babies? I don't know. I don't think you ever hear the stories beyond, you know, them being children. Maybe it's more gruesome than that. Maybe they... They slowly fillet your flesh off and eat you over the course of five years. <laughs> oh, that's then. What happens after that? What happens? I'm more worried about the baby changeling than I am about the people getting eaten. Apparently, I just want to know what happens to them. Like, do they just go on back on, like turn into like little babies again? Though, like, what if they convert? They re- they revert back to being what they were made out of. You know, because I mean, they had to come from something, right? If you look at magic 
you have to, or, or alchemy, you have to have a product to make a product. So what if that's, mm. they just, after so long, they feed until they're done and then either they maybe, what would you call it, metamorphosize into something different. I don't know if that's actually a word. That sounds like a made up word, but. It's a word now. Yeah, right. Or they just go back to being like a book and a shelf or something. I, mean, I don't know. Just take it down if you need to mess with somebody's life. Yeah. I hate Steve and Angie and their new kid. <laughs> I know, uh, according to historical references to changelings, they're referred to as an oaf. So I guess that's where the saying comes. Oh, he's just a big oaf. Yeah, it might be. And metamorphosize is a real word, guys. I looked it up. See, look <laughs> at you, all smart with your big brain. <laughs> Shane, did you find the the word you were looking for? No, nah, I, I abandoned that. Sorry, reading about changelings more. <laughs> but, <laughs> Dude, I love changelings. Changelings are awesome. Since we were talking about you know Ireland and Irish, I was looking that up, and the first thing I find is that back in Ireland, if they thought you were a changeling, they would do something equivalent to an exorcism to send you back to the fairy realm. And they identified you as a changeling if you were pretty much ugly or mentally disabled. So uh, there was there was probably some misjudging back then. Oh, man. <laughs> the exorcism would include things like beating them and torturing them. Oh, shit. If you were ugly in old school Ireland, they would beat you and torture you and try to send you to the fairy realm. So that sounds fun. <laughs> well, that that settles it. I would be dead in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty ugly. <laughs> I know, right? That's what I'm saying. There's so much about changelings. It goes, like I said, a lot of these are just like dealing with Faye is like all over the place. Like it's not just centered to one region. You know what I mean? So I wonder if, uh, so... Fairies come from, when you hear in stories, it's all reference to like realms, fairy realm. And they came from these different realms to where I think in current language, we would maybe say dimension. So do you think there's some sort of thinned spots in, dim in different dimensions to where these things are being able to come through? I think that's a common conception too with certain cryptids. So maybe it's the same thing except the fairies are more interested in us because we are similar we're both kind of humanoid rather than monstrous yeah i mean that would make sense yeah what if it isn't so much a dimension thing as they have the ability to manipulate the surrounding area to where you really can't see them if you were just walking through but in fact they live just all Got you. So like the, the Smurf village, how Papa Smurf would do? Yeah. Actually, I guess they would be considered fairies, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they would. Technically, yeah. Yeah. Little blue fairies. I know there has, and Josh, like what you were saying with them manipulating the areas around them. I think there are actually stories of them actually doing that. So like you can't see them unless you do like a certain spell or you have to have like a fire burning from some type of tree or something like that. And then you can see the fairy. So, I mean, of course there's so many different tales on it. I'm interested in leprechauns. So I know you're into the, the Irish folklore, Tommy. So what, what's the real deal with, with leprechauns? 
they are shoemakers and they love counting coins. Like it's believed. Like you've seen the movie Leprechaun, right? A horror yeah, movie? Yeah, the old. <laughs> yeah, the horror movie. Yeah. 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 My favorite was <laughs> Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> what about Leprechaun in Space? Didn't they make that, or was that just talked about? Oh shoot, I missed that one. If that came out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say they made like a leprechaun in space. That sounds like some shit they would have made. <laughs> well, you know, they did um they did Jason X or whatever. It was supposed to be like Jason in space. Oh, I remember that. He was on a space station or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they did. Oh no. It's Leprechaun 4 in space. God, I have to see that now. <laughs> It's going to be terrible like the rest of them. <laughs> hey, that's what makes them good, though. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, besides them being able to apparently go into space, they rumored to have, you know, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. We all heard that, you know. And apparently children chase them for their lucky charms, which now that I said that out loud does not sound right. How how you make cereal dirty? <laughs> well, we'll just edit that out, okay? You know, I don't know. The <laughs> leprechaun is said to be a solitary creature whose principal occupation is making and cobbling shoes and who enjoys practical jokes. So he does like to do pra- they do like to do practical jokes. It's pretty much a straightforward thing. There's no real evilness. I mean, they do practical jokes, I guess, if you want to call that evil, but they're not gruesome practical jokes. They're just like, I'm going to move your car keys from here to here type deal. I say that, and then it's just like, no, I'm going to stick this pipe in your tire as you're driving down the road or something in your bike tire make you fall off a cliff well i'm sure all members of the fae is going to be like people you know generally people are good and they're not running around doing evil things but there are some so i would imagine for every hundred good leprechauns or uh, fairies there's probably at least a couple that are out to do harm yeah little leprechaun just takes it too far like i'm gonna pour this cyanide in this person's pancake mint. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, I mean, they're mentioned, I think they're probably the most famous fae, them and banshees, but everybody likes the thing of leprechaun. I, th- I wonder if that deals with, you know, we talk about the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, if that deals with more ambition than anything. You know, like, oh, you you keep going, there's going to be pot, you know, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, kind of like end of the road type deal. Once you get there after your hard work, you'll get a pot of gold. Does that make sense? Or am I just rambling? Yeah, a little both. <laughs> so uh, there's there's just so many. This does say leprechaun-like creatures rarely appeared in Irish mythology and only became prominent in later folklore. It, I think it had a lot to do with W.B. Yeats, who pretty much redid the fairy. Kind of like, you know, how Grimm did their fairy tales, like we know Cinderella and mm-hmm. all that you know, he kind of tried to do the same with Irish mythology. I often wonder if Rumpelstiltskin was a leprechaun. He might have been. He just wanted to give, you know, people changelings. I'm just going to say this. This entire episode has zero straight direction in it. (laughs) We have been everywhere. I should have done a better job of setting this up. Damn it, Tommy. (laughs) Fired. (laughs) I'll do better next time, I promise. I'll just pick one topic and not... I will see that text. They're like, there's 28 different types I'm going to cover. I'm like, wait. 
We only got 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> this is just going to be Tommy talking for, for the whole time. <laughs> well, I was hoping to just break it down to like, I find it interesting about these like, fairies because I do believe in fairies. I, I find the stories interesting. I find it, you know, dealing with you have some that lure kids off into like any type of bottle, body of water, be it from the sea to lakes. It is. It's super interesting that they're all around the world. There's all these different types. Uh, you really drill into it. I mean, every culture has at least some sort of fairy. I mean, I think even mermaids count as part of the fae. So like we were just talking about with the leprechauns and uh, all these other guys, it, it's just trippy um something i noticed reading stories on that a lot of them are territorial have you guys come across any of that yeah i've heard now there's stories of like people going into certain parts of woods that have fey and not just one certain type but you know whatever kind lives in that wooded area or that area and people never come out and it's believed that it's because you step foot into their place I think they call them, like, the invisible people. There's a place, I think it's in Zimbabwe. It's a mountain that you have to, before you climb it, you have to get permission from the shaman. They have to pray and all that, or else the invisible people will get you. And I believe they're based, like, around, like, fey. You, you don't see them. They just take you. I know part of, uh, let's say, Wiccan and maybe some pagan beliefs, uh, you know, fair, the, the fey fairies, uh, they play a big part in their beliefs as well. Uh, something I heard recently, if uh, a circle of mushrooms is growing in your yard, you don't need to disturb it if they're, they're growing in a circle because it's something that they have going on. And if you do disturb it, something shiny is going to pop up on your porch, you know, like a ring or a watch or something that the these guys have taken from somebody and they put out there to trick you into taking it. And if you take it and you accept their gift, then they're going to wreak havoc on you oh wow so evil smurfs is what you're saying <laughs> yeah i think those mushroom circles i think they call them fairy rings mm -hmm. i've always wanted to see something like that right since i've heard that i've been watching my yard i always have mushrooms all over my yard but none of them grow in a circle they came close one time and i'm gonna be honest i kind of panicked i was mowing the yard and usually i just mow over i'm like oh shit you know if it's a one of these fairy circles i'm not mowing over it <laughs> i'm gonna take the shiny thing when they set it out there you know like, <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing i've mushroom wise i found around my house i found a lion's mane growing on the outside of my fence and it was huge i have a, I have a picture of it we'll have to put it up on the uh social medias when we post this episode did you did you eat it no, you know what? I didn't find out you could eat it until afterwards, like, nah. like almost. And I was like, damn, like I would, I would have tried it for sure. Have y'all heard of devil's breath? It's like that big mushroom ball that just randomly is like, for some reason by itself, off in weird areas. But if you step on it, it releases the pores. And I've heard it called like devil's breath. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> I, I thought it was when I was like a kid. And my aunt, who was like almost 100 at the time, was like, yeah, it's devil's breath. I'm like, oh, well, now that I stepped on it, does that mean I'm going to get eaten by the devil or something? Like, what? Can I just kill over? No, I just, nah, I just inhale it. And oh, speaking of the shiny thing. So this says that fairy's gold is notoriously unreliable. It appears as gold uh, when paid, but soon thereafter revealing itself to be leaves or... 
<laughs> blossoms or gingerbread cakes or <laughs> that's awesome yeah you don't get your shiny thing <laughs> hey i'll be happy with a gingerbread cake i mean let it turn into that i'll eat i'll eat it <laughs> yeah i mean that kind of sounds might be might be pretty good <laughs> <laughs> these fairies are probably outside my windows listening like we know how to get this fat asshole <laughs> <laughs> just start putting cakes everywhere <laughs> yeah i was gonna say they're not even gonna put the gold there they're just gonna put cakes on your front porch <laughs> They're just going to be in a line leading me to an obvious hole in the ground. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. Just pick a piece of candy. (laughs) (laughs) But this candy is so good. I see here another reason that they they take people or lure them out or something is that uh, a lot of beliefs think that they want breeding stock or to mate with humans. Because they are interested in the offspring of a half fairy, half human. I'm a little interested in that myself. (laughs) Which a lot of, you know, a lot of these different stories, you know, that that can make sense. Like mermaids luring people out or the sirens or the, the will, even though the will of the wisp and all these things just leading people away. Like maybe it's not always to kill you or murder you or get you lost. Maybe some uh, other reasons. Ooh la la. (laughs) Here's one that I think y'all might find familiar and a lot of people might. It's the story of the Dalahan. Dalahan comes from Ireland. He is depicted as a headless rider on a black horse who carries his own head held high in his hand. Usually the Dalahan is male, but there are some female versions. It is said to be the embodiment of the Celtic god Cromdal. You know, the mouth is usually in a hideous grin that touches both sides of the head. Its eyes are constantly moving about and can see across the countryside even during the darkest night. The flesh of the head is said to have the color and consistency of moldy cheese. Nice. Sounds a lot like the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they believe that's where he got that legend from. So here's here's the cool thing about it. I say cool. The Dalahan is believed to use the spine of a human corpse for a whip, and its wagon, it uses a wagon for some reason in this, is adorned with funeral objects. It has candles and skulls to light the way. The spokes of the wheels are made from thigh, or from thigh bone, and the wagon's covering is made from a worm-chewed paw or dried human skin. Stylish. Yeah, right. I dude, I ain't gonna lie. I'd ride that. You know, the ancient Irish believed that where the Dalahal stops riding, a person is due to die. The Dalahan calls out the person's name, drawing away the soul of his victim. At which point, the person immediately drops dead. And you can bribe it with gold objects to make it go away. Give it fairy gold. <laughs> Turns around and walks away, and then just cuts your head off. Right. With its spine whip. I thought that was interesting. That was one I was found interesting. How that, you know, I know in the Headless Horseman, it uses a saber. I find it very interesting that this one, it uses a whip and it has a wagon. How often do you think there's a a mix up between a member of the Fae, some sort of magical being, being misconstrued or misunderstood as a, let's say a demon? I mean, I can see that, like, especially like something like that. Especially if it had menacing, you know, um, what am I trying to say? Menacing, what's the word? Shit. 
Features? No, like uh, actions. There's a word for it, but I can't think of what it's called. But yeah, like they were just malicious intent. There we go. The intent. <laughs> that was the word. Oh, <laughs> I could. I just couldn't think of it. Well, the the reason I ask about the demons. So it's like, okay, like what you just described. I would. I would think that was a demon. And um, looking up. So you guys know of uh, the gin. Or yeah, yeah. More commonly, uh, what is a translation of genie in certain cultures? Yeah. Uh, but a djinn is weird because that could be a fairy just coming here, mischievous, granting wishes, just using magical power. But it could totally also be a demon because its wishes granted and stuff are usually linked to some bad consequences. Yeah. So. Yeah, you want to be rich, but you're a drug lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious. What what is a gin now? Is that a part of the fae? Is that a fairy folk, or is that a demon? According to the Quran and uh, it, Islam, it's a demon. I don't know where it grants the wish. We start talking about movies again. That's what the Wishmaster was based on. Oh, it was a gin. I love those movies, and I I quote it all the time. Run and tell those you will what you will. Run while you still have a soul. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Jinn are often mentioned together with devils. Both devils and jinn feature in folklore and are held responsible for misfortune, possession, and disease. However, the jinn are sometimes supportive and benevolent. They are mentioned frequently in magical works throughout the Islamic world to be summoned and bound to a sorcerer, but also in uh, zoological treaties as animals with a subdued body. We're going to need you a translator, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. I, is zoology? Okay, I clicked on it, and it goes to science in the medieval Islamic world. That's a hell of a sentence. Yeah, I think that's when they lowered it down to zoological um, <laughs> treaties. Treaties? Zoolo zoological treaties. Oh, Lord, these animals are coveting against us. The <laughs> <laughs> great elephant treaty of 1732. Oh, that was a horrible year, guys. That was horrible. A rebellion. Hey, that's why they did not take over. You got to set these treaties right. If not, they go extinct. But they never forget. <laughs> Sorry, that was shitty. Uh, <laughs> another thing needs to be edited out. Yeah, right. <laughs> why, why can't we talk about elephants? <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> we might make somebody mad. They'd be like, they're talking about you know, oh. killing elephants. What if elephants are part of the Fae? Mm -hmm. You ever think about that? Are you talking about like Dumbo? Yeah, like there they, you go. They can, they can actually fly, but... They choose not to. They choose not to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got lazy. <laughs> why the hell are they still in like cages? <laughs> it's part of the, it's all part of the plan man they're like alright let's just seem docile right. and then when the time is right attack yeah, you always have those rogue ones that just do it in like circuses <laughs> they just can't take it anymore so they sit on like their trainer like oh no mm -mm. the Leroy Jenkins of elephants you know one day the earth is going to be destroyed to make way for an intergalactical space highway and all the aliens are just going to fly into space and say Thanks for all the fish. Not fish. Uh, damn it, I gave away my reference there. <laughs> Thanks for all the 
bananas? Wait, what do elephants eat? I'm Peanuts, bro. Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he hasn't watched Dumbo. It's a shame, really. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember an elephant trying to... Oh, that was from Aladdin. He When Abu turned to the elephant and he was trying to yeah. eat bananas. That's why yeah. that's in my head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, man. Anywho. <laughs> that was good. I'm in tears over here. <laughs> Zoological treaties. <laughs> I don't know why they just don't say the science in the medieval Islamic world like as a thing. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, according to this, like I, don't, I haven't seen anything about like wishes. I guess it could be adapted with them being supportive. Like, I haven't seen anything about like granting wishes. So maybe that was just something that Disney did when they did Aladdin. I, I know there's been other reference to Jen's doing that or, or at least tricking you to thinking your desires have come true. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Well, you know, that's like there's an old German thing. And what it is is basically like you make a deal with the devil or a demon or whatever. You get what you want, but you no longer care. You know, like, you, you have a girl that you're in love with, so you make a deal to be in love, with, you know, for them to fall in love with you, and you have this amazing life, and then you get it, and then as it progresses, like, the years go on, you don't really love her, and the house you got, the money you acquired, you just, it doesn't bring you joy, mm-hmm. and all you long for is, you're, like, just in a deep depression, all you long for is, like, death, so I've heard of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for the, it granting wishes, too, but I don't Right, but I always remember maybe it is just because of like Aladdin and and Wishmaster, or maybe it's just the story of the lamp, you know, from because that story is a lot older than the cartoon, right? Yeah, so maybe that's what it stems from. Like we just believe, and we've always been told they go hand in hand, which they do apparently, and we just kind of it's probably just a made up story, a lot like the Dybbuk box. Yeah, let's say that's that's why we do this to find the truth, right? So, yeah, right. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Found the truth about Walt Disney. They make crap up. <laughs> <laughs> they just base their movie on old stories. That's all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, this is crazy. Just to kind of go back real quick before we end this thing, or whatever we're going to do. This says that uh, this says that the gins are not supernatural in the sense of being purely spiritual and uh, transcendent to nature. While it's believed they're they're invisible, or often invisible, but they also eat, drink, sleep, breed with the opposite sex, their offspring that resemble their parents. And it says intercourse is not limited to the gin alone, but also possible between human and gin. And it is a practice despised by Islamic law. So, don't have sex with the gin. Right. We can. We're not. We're not under Islamic law. This is true. But that's pretty wild that they can have kids that look like their parents, just like humans do. And there's a there is one. I, Shane, Josh, I think you guys might relate to this. This this one fairy. I'm gonna leave it with this one. It's a relative to the leprechaun. Okay, it's a mischievous fairy in Irish folklore, known for his great love of drinking and a tendency to haunt breweries, pubs, and wine cellars. Cellars. Yep. Sounds like we could be friends. Discovered my true identity. <laughs> Just now. 
Now, here's the thing, and this is my question, because has sometimes been uh, known to be a shoemaker and a guardian of hidden treasure. Where's that hidden treasure, Shane? Hmm? Where's that hidden treasure? It's hidden. At the end of the rainbow, bro. (laughs) Wouldn't be hidden if I told you where it was. Duh, Tommy. Do we have uh, any closing thoughts? I think there's more to the fairy stories than we give credit to. I think, you know, I know some people might say that their myths retain to, you know, keep kids behaving or just fun little stories. But like I said, I believe in fairies. So I believe there could be some truth to it, at least to the unknown, like disappearance and deaths and stuff like that. Yeah. I think there's some truth to it, especially like I said earlier, with the uh, if they have the ability to change them, their appearance and their surrounding areas, then most definitely, yeah. Shane, what do you think? I'm right there, right there with you guys. I think definitely at least a chunk of them ha- have to be real, and I think they're somewhere in between, you know, a spiritual existence and like a cryptid existence. Like there's. There, there's something. I, I do like the idea you said, Josh, that they, they just live here and are are hidden from us. But it still could be the interdimensional, the, the other realms, something. And where they, I think they will, willingly come here. Where a cryptid is, they kind of stumble in. Yeah. I think yeah. the fairies want to come here because they're interested in us. They're interested in our gold or our property or our babies, be it to play with them or eat them, whatever the case may be, yeah, right. I think. Yeah, so, yeah. We're all good on that. We're all in agreement. Again! Alright, ladies and gentlemen, those are just our thoughts and opinions. Tell us what you think.